Hello guys, welcome back to our 12th episode and in today's episode we are powered by Wave Global and Stag One. Yes sir, Stag keeps you longer. Yes sir. Yes sir. In today's episode we actually have our YB. Our original YB. Our original YB, yeah. Fresh off from Hanoi, Vietnam. Yes, yep. sir. I'm back off the boat. <laughs> How was Vietnam? Okay. Man, it was hey, you crazy. Forgot about, you forgot about oh, Lance. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, got, you, Lance. you guys forgot about Lance, man. <laughs> well, that, bro, Lance is leaving to the Philippines. Yeah. So. I know. So we're all mm. going to be sad. I think we're going to, you know what we should do? It's uh, we should run all the Filipino podcasts before he leaves and just, you know. Exactly. Yeah. That's what yeah. we're going to do. Keep, gonna keep do in that. the archive, you know. All his misinformation is the best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to miss my misinformation. Yes, that's exactly. exactly. But so, anyways, how was your uh, how was your trip in Vietnam, dude? Bro, honestly, it was like life changing, you know, like my eyes were open after the trip. You know, I feel more humbled. Mm-hmm. Why, uh, what makes you say that? Because I was living the city life and like. After being put in, like, you know, situations where, like, people, you know, like, they struggle harder and then to put food on their plate, you know, it makes me, like, think that, like, I'm so privileged and all that. Mm. So, like, uh, say, like, an example of, like, what you see and for you to say that. Mm-hmm. Like, I see people, like, in the streets of, on Vietnam just hustling, like, all day just trying to get money. Like, I saw a bunch of kids just, like, you know, like, selling just, like, toys, like. Like their own toys and everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it's probably the same in the Philippines as well. Yeah, it yeah. is. Like I exactly. remember when I went back. So me and Leo, we went back to the Philippines. It's like the exact same thing. It's like everyone's always trying to hustle so they can find like the next food on their plate. Like you see, like like six year olds like selling food mm-hmm. with their parents or just it's it's really sad. But I mean, you well, know? like you gotta do like it's like. M- it's like survivor of the fittest, basically. Yeah. So for you to survive, you have to grind. Especially right? in like countries like Southeast Asia, like even like I went to Vietnam too. So like I witnessed what like K is like talking about, bro. You see kids literally like late, like late at night. They probably just went to school and stuff like that, and they're selling like food carts and stuff like that with their like parents, right? That's what yeah. you saw a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like there's one thing when I saw like there was a kid that put like gasoline in his mouth and then started like blowing oh, flames. Oh yeah, yeah, I seen that. Just to amuse like, you know, like tourist attractions no and then way. they would, yeah. and they would like beg money. I'm like, bro, like that's not good for the kid in the long run, you know, like putting gasoline in your mouth. Yeah. No way. It's yeah. crazy, bro. Yeah, even like so ever since like he came back, I see like a whole different energy of K now too, to be mm-hmm. honest. From like where you went before you left to like now. You know, like, because of, like, what you became exposed to. That's why it's good to travel. Yeah. Like, you become exposed to all the things that we we barely see here in Canada because we're really privileged in a sense. Yeah, like, right? I feel, like, I feel like here it's like, bro, you can get your next food, like, yeah. easily, you know? Mm-hmm. It's accessible to you. I don't Even have to like, worry about eating, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't have food anywhere. And the government as well, they don't let any kid with without a, a shelter, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. Like, I saw kids just sitting on, like, Bro, it's, like, really hot in Vietnam. They're, like, kids just sitting underneath, like, a shadow, you mm-hmm. know, just trying to get, like, cool. Yeah, bro. Whoa, that's so crazy, bro. Yeah. And See, they're, like, really dirty. They don't get to take showers or anything, which is sad, oh you know? Oh, my yeah. God. What's the craziest thing you saw in Vietnam? Bro, I saw, like, I don't know, like, probably, like, I seen fish fights. I never seen that before, you know? What? Fish fights? Fish fighting? Yeah. Bro, it, <laughs> no it was, like, a, a little goldfish, like, this big. They just start attacking each other, and then people are gambling on it. I thought no it, way. Hey, bro, that's so cool, man. So, like, they just make, like, random things fight. Like, I seen, like, like bro, people were, like, eating cockroaches. But I seen, like, they do cockroach fights, like, 
uh, chicken fights, all that. It's pretty Ch- funny. Chicken fights is like you know common in Southeast Asia, but it's Asia, very but like gory too. Like yeah, they like yeah. fight until like the chicken's like dead. Yeah. Also, there's chicken fighting there too. Yeah, there's. Oh. I went to Thailand. I saw that there. Oh, you went to Thailand too? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Where in Thailand did you go? I went to Bangkok and Thai. I don't know. What? Chiang Mai. <laughs> Ch- Chiang Mai, yeah. Oh, Chiang Mai, yeah. Chiang Mai. Or Chiang Rai, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. Oh, that's jokes. And bro. then I went to the, the White Temple. Mm. It was sick. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the sickest the part. Yeah, that's the sickest part about like Asia. It's like the temples are like crazy. Yeah, you the know? temples are sick. Bro, I went to one. It's called like uh, the Lang Buddha. And I swear to God, it's like a size of like a football field. And like you have to climb up on this like hill. And like, bro, you just see this big statue of like Buddha just like laying down, and people pray on it. Or oh, even the people big Buddha when we were in, uh, yeah. when Phuket. Yeah, yeah. In yeah the big can Buddha really, is sick. Like on a, like places like that, can you really feel like the the presence? The, the, yeah, oh, the of aura, course, one hundred percent, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So like, uh, so in Phuket, they said that, uh, so where the big Buddha is, they said that you know when they. Uh, when when Buddha was born, they said that he took like how many steps? I don't know how many steps he took, and flowers started growing well, that's crazy. on the on the on the steps that he took. And then in big in the big Buddha place, they had where he he stepped. Yeah, it was and pretty like, cool. And there's flowers actually in it. That, that's why I was telling Lance like I know Lance is going back to the Philippines and stuff, but like I told him I'm like man like the Philippines is nice, it's beautiful, all that stuff, but yo you have to experience like other countries because. Other countries, especially if you're there already, like it's like a what, 16 hour flight, you might as well go to like a different country and experience culture. Yeah. Because you know the Filipino culture already, right? Mm -hmm. And you're always going to go back to the Philippines anyway. So to be honest, like Philippines is like the least like Asian country that I've ever really like looked into. Yeah, I feel like it's like the most westernized like country in Asia. Yeah. No, like for us, like we haven't really seen a lot of Philippines to be honest, compared to like all the other Asian countries that we've been to. Yeah. Because like the only place I've really been to in the Philippines is literally just Boracay. That's it. Like there's still like Palawan, you know. Mm-hmm. There's still yeah. like so many more other places. Like all the volcanoes. I've only seen like one volcano. There's yeah. like two volcanoes that we have to see still. It's just all the like. We're basically like mostly like just going into the cities when we go mm-hmm. to the Philippines. Because I feel like in the Philippines, it's just too many things to do, and I feel like. A lifetime is not enough, bro, to see the whole Philippines. Yeah, bro, there's like a million islands. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. How was the food in Vietnam, though? Bro, I was just talking about, like, how the one episode where you guys were talking about the stomach flu, right? (laughs) So the first, like, two weeks, I was just, like, like getting out of my system. I was just laughing watching that episode of the podcast. Because <laughs> we all had the stomach flu because yeah. of Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but Lauren gave us all the stomach flu. Chucho got it. And then uh, Francis got the stomach flu too. I didn't get it. Yeah, I got it though. It was really bad. I was pissing out of my asshole. Yeah, I was exactly <laughs> what happened. Like, I was just pissing out my like butt <laughs> the whole time. I didn't even eat nothing. Like, I lost like a lot of weight because yeah, like, you did. I couldn't eat, you know? Yeah, bro. That's I was funny. scared of the food. I think I think what you should do is like I did this when I went back to Asia is like you take this pill it's crazy I don't know what it's called but I uh, I got hands like the pill is like you take it two weeks before you leave like Asia so one pill is like bro one pill is like 160 bucks it's pretty expensive so you take it but bro you eat everything like I ate everything I didn't feel sick no like, I think Leo got sick on the trip. Yeah, Everyone got, got sick. sick except me. I think it's mostly the water that gets me sick in the Philippines. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, just Asia in general. Yeah, that's know? what I... I didn't know if it was the water or the food because I was brushing my teeth, right? Mm. And the water gets in my system through that. But, you know, 
I don't even know. I was kind of upset the fact that K didn't get fat, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I wanted K to be more fat coming back because it'll be more cuter. You know what's crazy, bro? <laughs> I was looking at K today. I was like, yo, K, when the fuck did you grow a beard? Yeah, he has a whole beard. <laughs> bro, he's got a whole beard. He's got like, yeah. bro, his shirt even connects more than mine. I was like, bro, I'm Because so he was upset. so stressed in Vietnam that yeah. he grew a beard, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I think it's the MSG, guys. Like, the food there is different, you know? So, so, <laughs> so Leo ate a lot of MSG, No, no eh? that's all, it's all the dirt in the air, bro. <laughs> yeah, the pollution, yeah, right? Yeah, the pollution, bro. The yeah, pollution from the, the mopeds, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the dermal. Did you roller. drive mopeds when you were in Vietnam? Oh, man, the mopeds were fun. Like, I couldn't stop driving it. Like, every night I would go like, yo, can I drive it? And then, like, my parents were scared for me because they thought I was going to crash. But I was like, I was driving Lance's scooter. I'm like... That was fun. Yeah, but you fell on Lance's scooter, so... <laughs> I learned yeah. my lesson, though, you know? Yeah, yeah but though, yo, those scooters, like, in Vietnam, it's like they have more scooters than cars. So when you see them all go, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, bro, they're like, they're like, you know how, like, ants, they're, like, very, like, meticular mm -hmm. with, like, where they go and stuff yeah. like that? It's the same thing with, like, scooters, which I don't understand because, like, sometimes I'm trying to, like, cross, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, cross I, the street and yeah, shit. I saw a video about that, bro, like, in Vietnam. it's insane. Like, in Vietnam, if you're trying to cross the street, you don't wait for for them to to stop. Yeah. Oh, no, bro, you just, just gotta walk. walk. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's like Thailand, too. Thailand is crazy, no, bro. like, Thailand, bro. Thailand, like, is, Thailand more is soft. Thailand is soft. What? Bro, Thailand is soft. You know why <laughs> Thailand is soft, Leo? Mm. It's because we went to the islands. Bro, mm. if you went to the main city, like Saigon, like Ho Chi Minh, holy shit, bro. Yeah. The amount of scooters there. I thought I was going to die like three times. It's no like a bunch way. of birds migrating and you got to walk through it. Yeah. yeah. It's like a bunch of birds <laughs> migrating. Like, it's pretty dope though. I want to go bro, back to Bro, they got no signals. Like, you just go honk. It's like, beep, beep, yeah. beep, beep. And yo, don't they, this is what they do, bro. So you're crossing, right? Mm -hmm. And then like a scooter's coming, they literally just go around go you. Go yes. around you. They go around yeah, you. Yeah, you don't have to stop, right? Like, for me, I was so scared, but then after I was, I saw these Vietnamese guys just crossing. You just got to cross. Don't give a shit, you know? You just keep walking. Whoa. Yo, did you did you get a massage in Vietnam? Yeah, bro, I was getting like a massage like every couple of weeks. Bro, my the back massage, rubbed. the massage wow. in Vietnam is crazy. Cheap, See, too. this is why he grew a beard because he became so <laughs> distressed that yeah. he just aged like ten more Damn, years. bro, you know what the craziest thing there is like a head massage. So they they like shampoo your hair. They put like your head in like a herbal bath or something. Bro, it got rid of my dandruff. Like I had like very dry scalp, but like it's gone now. That's gross. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. That's why you need some of Nino's, uh, what's it called, products, dog. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Nino, man. Yeah, man. Um, what's it called? When I got a massage, I always tell this story to like a bunch of people because it was the craziest experience. A girl came out, uh, and she probably weighed like 100 pounds. Bro, the pounds. tiniest girl. Bro, the tiniest girls? She'll put you in a pretzel, bro. Yeah. Like, bro, she lifted me up. and So I is there a happy ending after? <laughs> 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 They're like, okay, turn around, right? <laughs> no, but seriously, like, Leo, you weigh, like, what, 230 pounds? 220, hey, man, come okay, on, bro. 220, Don't whatever. 10 pounds. Bro, 220, <laughs> and the girl would literally be, like, 110 pounds. She'll put you, like, oh, she'll carry you from her knees and then yeah. lift you up. Bro, like like a bird. Bro, they're like chiropractors. Like, it's geez. so crazy. Bro, it I hurts so, so much. This girl was really tiny. Like she was even like five foot. She literally just picked me up like on my back and just like cracked my back. I was like, 
that was the craziest thing. I was I was so surprised. Bro, they oh. used to always say it to me because like I have tense uh, muscles, right? They were like, relax, relax, relax. <laughs> like the whole time, I was like, man, I can't relax. Yeah, like, say, relax, know? don't be shy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, turn around, dude. <laughs> show me, show me the wiener. Now the craziest thing is like, so the girl actually like pulled my underwear down and then she started massaging my butt. What? Like my butt cheeks, right? And I was like, I was like, whoa! And she's like, she's like, don't be shy. <laughs> and my brother's, uh, my brother's on the other side of the curtain, and I hear my brother like, whoa! <laughs> my brother never got a massage before. He was like freaking out. Oh, that's so funny. Bro, so yeah, so when fun. I was in Asia, so when I was in Bali last year, I got a massage, and I knocked out for three days, bro. Yeah. We had like so many like reception, like dinners that we had to go through, and all this stuff. So now. Every time I go on vacation, I have to make sure that my massages is throughout my my end of my vacation. Because mm -hmm. if I do it in the beginning of my vacation, you won't see me for like 72 hours. Bro, you get beat up, Facts. man. Compared yeah. to like the massage you get here and like the massage over there, it's like completely different. I mm -hmm. feel like they don't know how, how to massage you here. And like their hands are so, so strong. tiny, man. Yeah, but really strong. soft, so strong. Yeah, it was so soft. How soft is it? Bro, so felt like this lady put her hands in a bucket of Vaseline every single time she went to bed. Oh, yeah, bro. that sounds. See, lit. yo, Lance, that's Lance what about need. to experience a whole different. <laughs> yeah. Lance about to experience a whole different planet, man. <laughs> so tell us about uh, your your whole barbering, like uh, uh, your whole barbering uh, journey. Journey. Uh, I just started really young, like. Uh, freshman year I just started cutting Like my friend's hair Like as a joke You know like, I didn't think like You know like People were bringing clippers to school And buzzing each other's heads For fun Like it was kind of weird But like It just kind of got me in like The zone Cause I started like Trying to cut my own hair Like I was doing tapers Like mid phase on myself And I was like One of my like friends Like my first uh, client He came up to me He was like uh, Where do you get your haircuts I was like I do it myself He didn't believe me Oh no way So and then I did it And then after that I just like Fell in love with like Just Wanting to get better, you know, like mm. trying to perfect the craft of fading. Mm -hmm. So, what do you think is the hardest, uh, like, the hardest hurdle that you had to like face when it comes to like getting busy and like trying to improve your skills? Honestly, like during school, like you just had to balance like your school life and like actually like wanting to grind, you know? Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. there's some people that don't want it, you know? Like they're not gonna put their like 100% into like what they got, you know? Mm. Yeah, first for the people who don't know, like how old are you and like how long I've been cutting hair. Bro? I'm, I'm 18. <laughs> it depends who wants to know. <laughs> it depends who wants to know how old K is. Okay, yeah. how old are you, K? So in Mexico, I'm actually 21. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, in the barber shop, I'm a I'm an 18 year old boy. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> this is our this is our you know our our original young OG. You know, yeah. yeah like the first time I met K, it was the funniest situation ever. He was so quiet. Like, I was really shy. Yeah. yeah, he was super shy because, you know, like, we never met him, right? So he went to one of the class, and I just approached him, and, like, be, like he literally walked in the door, and I was like, yo, something about that kid. I don't know what it is, man. <laughs> and then I approached him. I was like, yo, you want to work here, man? You know, that's the first thing I asked him. Like, I wasn't like, yo, forget the class, bro. I heard that you're a barber at another store, but, like, what <laughs> the class, dog? I'm like, you want to work here or what? You know, that's the first thing I said to him. Yeah, I remember my first day. I was so nervous. And then, uh, was it, we went out to eat at uh, Dao Dong Ne for Patrick's yeah. birthday. And then, yeah. was it, I was sitting inside the chair and Luigi farted and started putting my face, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm like, these guys are just like me. <laughs> yeah, see, like, you, yeah, we all opened up to each other, like, way faster than, like, yeah. you know. 
and like the growth that like, we all have and stuff. Oh, did he start before you here actually? Yeah, like, I started uh, like a couple uh, days before yeah, him. A week, oh, a week. no way. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's crazy, so funny. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, it's crazy how like you talk about like, you know, like people wanting it and stuff like that in like the barber industry. Because like, as like many of you know, like we're opening a second one. And since like I posted like, yo, like this is the unit and stuff like that. Bro, at least five guys have messaged me like, yo, teach me how to cut hair. Mm-hmm. But it's like, bro, like, the like that, that's really good. But it's like, why do you want to become a barber? Is it because of the lifestyle or is it because of, mm-hmm. you know, you really want to do this? Because, like, mm-hmm. man, it's not it's not easy, bro. It's really... Bro, it's very hard, man. Like, people, it's, like, it's like, grueling sometimes, like, like the work. It's know? been so long for you because, like, you started a long time ago. But mm-hmm. I remember when I was learning... Like, bro, there were days where I was so sad. Like, bro, I was so sad because I was so shit at cutting hair. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, so <laughs> many people, like, like, my number one person to, like, always bring me down about my haircut was my brother. <laughs> but, bro, I thank him every single day because it got me to where I am today. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I was kind bro. of, I was, I was kind of, uh, yeah. He was, like, really harsh on me. I was me. really hard on him, not gonna lie. Like, really hard to but the point. But it's really good, though. It's, you have to be that way. Yeah, of you course. Know? You need a strong mindset to become yeah. a barber. And because like, a lot of people are gonna hate on you. And, like, you can't just be all, like, oh, I'm so sad. Like, they just call me trash. But yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You just yeah. gotta learn from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bro, I remember in the summertime of the first year I started cutting hair, there was a span of a week and a half where I only cut one person. So how discouraging is that? Very yeah, discouraging. Mm-hmm. So sure. now the five people, like, shout out to them for reaching out to me, but I'm not teaching you. No offense, okay? Mm-hmm. Because I know the only reason why you want to become a barber is because you think it's easy. Mm-hmm. Bro, it's, like, the hardest it's thing. It's very hard. It's very yeah. hard, It's because, man. like, basically, like, a lot of barbers, like, just glorify being a barber, right? Yeah. They think that, like, oh, just because you're a barber, you're going to go meet all the guys that you mm. think that you could hang out with like you get to meet like you know like a bunch of like NBA players or like rappers or just any celebrities in general but that's not what the real the real world is yeah basically like the guys that you have to like you want to serve you want to serve the people that are closer to you like mm. when it comes to say like the nine to five guys you know like the moms that have kids like yeah. that's like the real aspect of barbering not just oh yeah, I'm gonna post I'm gonna post uh, a picture of me cutting like this mm-hmm. NBA player or mm-hmm. like cutting this rapper or something you know for real that's what it is but like it's it's good though because like that means that our our industry our, our industry is, going, is growing going yeah and like it's not like there's like the stigma of being a barber is not like what it was before anymore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because like yeah. people actually dream about like having a career as a barber where back then where if you're a barber they think you're a low life mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you know well like you can share a bunch of stories mm-hmm. of like people bringing you down because you know like you have a lot of stories oh 100 you know so man. like share some like them. there's uh like basically like my mom's friends like used to make fun of basically like my mom and i because mm-hmm. my mom was very proud that i was a barber and some of her friends used to think that oh your son is just a barber like he's not going anywhere in life mm-hmm. yeah you know like they think that how is he going to be able to feed his kids or how is he going to be able mm-hmm. to afford the lifestyle that that is basically like you know like go on yeah. vacations and this and this and all that stuff just because all their kids are lawyers doctors and stuff yeah and you gotta think about like the barbers back home too right Mm -hmm. for sure because they're thinking about the barbers in those like rusty shacks like doing Mm -hmm. those like one dollar haircuts right yeah they're not thinking about like you know modernized barbers Mm -hmm. nowadays Mm -hmm. yeah and as a new barber coming up you have to make sure you give thanks to all the older barbers that paved the way for you for sure Mm -hmm. bro you know know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like 
so many people that I, I have ran through, like, you know, like when I started becoming a barber, like they would help me give like, you know, they would give me like tips and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And they would give me like tools and like they gave me a spot to like work at, even though I was super ass, you know? And he's one of you right here. So Nino is, is here yeah. right now. And like, he's one of the guys that really gave me the opportunity to be able to cut someone. And like, you know, I, I, his first, like my first ever barber shop that I ever worked out was at his store actually. Mm -hmm. That no one even knew, you know, he gave me that opportunity and I'm super grateful that he gave me that opportunity because a lot of barbers that own barbershop, they only want to have barbers that are always good right away. Mm -hmm. And they don't want to, they don't want to mold them into like becoming good and teach them and put in the time to be able to make the guy very good. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then look, man, like now we do business with like Nino and we do business business with a lot of other barbers. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's what a lot of new barbers are forgetting that there's a lot, there's a lot of guys that paved the way for you. before. Yeah, you and got also there. like um, competition is good, but you just can't hate like you know the other barber mm -hmm. you know yeah. you need to to show love because you, you guys are doing the same thing yeah you know i th i think the best thing about our barber shop is like we have a tunnel vision you know we mm -hmm. only care about we don't care about the outside noise yeah mm -hmm. we literally just stick to like one plan which is like we cut hair and then we hang out then mm -hmm. we do podcasts then we do things together mm -hmm. and that's the best thing about us is we were, we're not worried about mm -hmm. anything else you know ever since we all started working together i think 90 percent of my meals that i've ate was with everybody yeah yeah and that's a bro that's an amazing thing mm -hmm. you know yeah like you this know? shop like i feel like if you you're a barber and you don't spend like 90% of your time at the barbershop what are you really doing you're gonna fail yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. you know like there, there's a lot of a lot of barbers like they feel discouraged because they see the guy right next to them makes like an X amount of money mm -hmm. and then they make zero mm -hmm. right like when oh, I first yeah. started working at I Cut and Fade yeah there were times where it took me like three days or four days before I get a before I get a client but I used to see my boss used to cut like 30 guys a day man and to me i was like whoa one day i'm gonna get there but i never i never you know like put out hate towards him and stuff like oh i can't wait for the day where i be like that you know so mm -hmm. i can be like saucy and stuff i'm mm -hmm. just like yo and then he paved the way for me by teaching me certain skills that till this day i use that's why i'm super grateful for that guy mm -hmm. you know and like a lot of barbers that are that are new they think that they're gonna be busy overnight yeah yeah and that's the thing i hate bro I hate when when they think that they pick up a clipper and, like, boom, right away, they have, like, 15, 20 guys coming every single day. Yeah. Bro, do you know how many, like, years you have to put in? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know? bro. And, like, I'm thankful that, like, I got really busy quick because, like, I was surrounded by amazing barbers, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, for me, like, I picked up my skills as fast as possible because of the guys around me. Like, my, my old boss, D., like, he was so busy. Like, that guy was fully booked, like, weeks in advance, you know, doing 30 haircuts. And then I was beside Montana, even though he was younger than me, but he was more established than me. And, like, you know, like, and another guy, he was busy too. And then, uh, like, the fact that I was surrounded by these three guys, I started picking on little little things from, let's say, from Montana, then from D. And then I just kind of just kind of molded all of it mm -hmm. together, you know? So that's what... That's what a lot of new barbers need to understand that you need to have a mentor for you to be able yeah. to succeed in this industry. So with uh, what's it called for some of you that probably may not know, but like Lance actually 
graduated from engineering. So, like, tell us about you choosing barbering instead of, like, engineer. No, uh, yeah, because... So, yeah, when I graduated, actually, on my graduation day, like, we had a little party in my house, like, mm. for my mom's friends. Mm. I don't know. I, I didn't have friends on that party, bro. It's just my <laughs> mom's friends, you know? Like, and then I told my mom, I was like, you know I'm not going to be an engineer, right? <laughs> like, on my graduation day. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's like, no, my son. But then she's like, yeah, uh, do your thing. It's because, like, um, I think what made me decide... Um, to become a barber is during um, COVID, you know. I know myself, I wanted to be, like, because I'm a socially, you know, like, I love being socially active, bro, like, mm-hmm. talking to a lot of people. But that's what we're missing during COVID, bro, mm. you know. And I feel like cutting hair, and I stopped cutting hair in my house. And then um, when that opportunity, when Leo, like, uh, messaged me to become a, a barber at his shop, I keep saying no. It's because I'm holding into my my pride that I graduate. I'm I'm about to graduate engineering. engineering yeah, you know. Yeah, but that comes with culture too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because like it's like the culture of pressure, like mm-hmm. pressure. Yeah, like, you know? like I want to work as an engineer, but then um um when you guys posted that picture that you guys are gonna have shoes in here. Yeah, <laughs> like me and my girl were actually looking at it, and I was like, "Yo, these guys! I didn't know that there's gonna be shoes in there." I used to resole shoes, and I cut hair at the same time. That's basically my lifestyle. That's what brought me to the shop. You know? Cause like I remember that f- I saw like an Instagram post. It was like top tier brand opening, and I saw shoes. I'm like, oh, I'm going there for sure. Yeah. Ah, see. And then so yeah, aesthetics, bro. baby. That's what it is. The aesthetics. <laughs> see, the, the shoes has really set us apart. Like, yeah. for real. God bless the fact that we were the first ones who thought of this. Well, even what's you know? it called? Even like uh, one of your clients today was telling uh, Leo, yo, the reason why I started coming to you guys is because of the shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, bro, I'm pretty sure like maybe like 20, 30 percent of the clients we have now is because of the shoes. Oh, God bless. Yeah, Kevin, and then, bro. you know, we started Ooh. we started cutting their hair and then we created it like a... Like a bond. A, a bond yeah. and a relationship. It's like almost like a community. So, like, yeah. when it comes to barber barbershop, like, you're supposed to build a brand and a community. Yeah. Right? Behind your brand. So, basically, now, there are times where, remember we were in Mexico and then that person that we met, she just bought one of our hats without oh, us yeah. knowing. Yo, do crazy. you remember that? Yeah, we so, were we were in Cabo. You oh, remember yeah, yeah, yeah. So this person just comes up to us and like <laughs> they're like, "Whoa, you guys are the top tier guys, right?" And yeah. like, I just bought hats from you guys, mm-hmm. and like we've never that's met this person, sad, bro. That, bro. That's <laughs> that's, sick, that's pretty solid. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty solid. See, that's what I'm saying. So like that that's when it comes to with community, right? Mm-hmm. With like branding and all that stuff, because a lot of barbershop loves to name themselves. Like by, by example, like there was a barber owner here that came and goes, "Yo, why don't you name your barbershop Leo Barbershop?" I'm like, why would I name it Leo Barbershop? <laughs> then everyone's going to think that we're all Leos. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So, like, like just the whole branding behind it, like, you have to make sure you think about all these things. Because mm-hmm. even, like, with a lot of new barbers, like, oh, man, like, just a lot of things that, let's say, oh, just because you have the funds to be able to open up a barbershop doesn't mean that you're going to be a good barbershop. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like, with true. any business. Right? So, basically, like, just because you could do it right now doesn't mean that you're going to succeed. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it's good to dream about it, but, like, there's a lot of work that needs to be put into it. Yeah, You know bro. what I mean? And this this, this is just a building. 
like without us this is not a barbershop you exactly. know yeah, without, exactly. without it's, the group it's, 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 it's all the people that works in the barbershop yeah. that's my opinion like mm-hmm. the camaraderie you and know? everything like you know like the the chemistry with one another because that really rubs off with each other like if yeah, you guys don't like each other at the barbershop if you guys don't like being together what makes you want to think that your clients are gonna want to come to you guys yeah, yeah bro mm-hmm. you know that's why i give k kisses on a daily basis <laughs> lance sometimes i you know i squeeze his butt just to say what's <laughs> up you know what i'm saying <laughs> no but like yeah it's just funny because like everyone could see our camaraderie you know like we yeah. all we're always moving together like we play basketball together yeah you bro. know all that stuff like i've slept in the same bed as you guys you yeah. know what i mean Especially with this guy. I hate sleeping beside bro, him. I <laughs> hate, bro, I hate sleeping beside Lance, bro. Yo, there was this one time, like, in Mexico, because we roomed together, right? Yeah. Bro, I woke up, and this guy is sleeping like this. <laughs> like this. And, bro, I woke up to that. I wanted to punch his face, man. I got scared. Bro. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Remember that one morning, you guys came to my room, and then me and Lance slept in, uh, what is called, the same bed? And this man started rubbing his legs <laughs> on my butt, bro. <laughs> I'm like, what's wrong with this guy? You had to like, get an itch know, out. Yeah. I literally woke up and this man is rubbing his legs on my butt, bro. bro I'm, I'm like, what's I going was, on here, bro? I was sleeping, bro. You know? This guy is super touchy when he's sleeping, bro. No, I Mexico was really funny. Bro, like, he misses uh, his girl, bro. That's yeah, yeah, that's for sure, he's, bro. Yeah, he misses Don. I have mm. a story about my roommate, Josh, in Mexico. So this one story. So the fire alarm went off, right? I'm like... I wake up I'm like, Josh, we're gonna die. There's a fire, <laughs> right? He's like, he's like, huh? I'm like, do you not hear the alarm? It's going off. It's like alarm, something in Mex- uh, Spanish, right? Yeah, I remember that, bro. That's scary. It was like three in the morning. Yeah, bro. And then yeah. after, I'm like, Josh, we're gonna die. Let's get out. And he's like, he goes back to sleep. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, okay, Josh. No, if that we was die, super we die. Scary, bro. Because I remember like, that. yeah. So it was like three in the morning. Lauren, do you remember that? Yeah. So it was like three in the morning, and it was like beep, 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 whatever. We thought like. It was getting invaded by like the cartels I, yeah, and stuff, bro. bro. Was, it, <laughs> yeah, we were yeah. so scared. We're like, oh god, like, and then Kevin just like, <sighs> Kevin just sleeping, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, I woke up and I, I was like, I was looking on the side, and I was like, <laughs> yo, if there's people running right now, bro, I'm literally locking the door and getting a knife and make sure if someone walks into my room, I'm shacking that man, you know? Like, <laughs> I was so scared. It, it was scarier because I heard a woman crying in my like hallway, right? Yeah, bro. They're like, ah. And then I heard a lot of people like rolling their luggage. I'm like, Josh, we gotta go, bro. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta get out of here. I don't know why I don't remember that. Yeah, because you're, bro, you're a heavy sleeper. Crazy, bro. Okay, okay. So now this is a perfect time to do the would you rather question. Okay. Okay. Okay, So would you rather uh, have the cartel in Mexico uh, hunt you down, or the yakuza's from Japan hunt you down? Um, yakuza's, bro. Nah, I I see the because they're older now. Mm. Nah, the cartels bro. hell no bro. bro at least the cartel they'll like chop my head off or like something but like the yakuza they'll like bro they'll like stab you like you know like you know they got no, those but bro, they'll, I, I don't know man i feel oh, like no. <laughs> the yakuza is the oh, best oh. bet bro yakuza uh, for me yeah because like i seen what mexican like the mexican cartels do mm. bro i watch a lot of documentaries on these guys and these guys are crazy oh yeah they're crazy bro they're nuts man yeah bro. i feel like they're equally like both like scary no but know? i feel okay bro, bro, yakuza- anyone chasing you is scary yeah. yeah okay this is a hypothetical question like, okay no- this is not gonna happen this is his first rodeo with the, <laughs> rather, with the would you rather question trust me man every time you ask this question i get paranoid too dog. yeah bro yeah. don't get really scared i got really scared because all these guys' questions are all messed up, man. Yeah. Yo, that's why there's no Yakuza talk. There's 
cartel talk though. Okay, but <laughs> imagine about the yakuza. Like they're chasing you with like you know like Swords? katanas, bro. Yeah, they're chasing you, but like the cartel have cars, bro. Yeah. Bro, but like <laughs> <laughs> missiles. They have bro, airplanes, bro. I'd rather get exploded by a missile than like get like chopped so up into pieces. So he's basically saying you'd rather have oh. fast death than slow death. Oh, okay. oh uh, you know what no. I'm saying, bro? If they're yeah. chasing you, you're not surviving. You know, they're not gonna like. Oh yeah, you f- you dropped your wallet, bro. I was just like trying to give you your wallet. Nah, bro, you're dead. <laughs> so Either which one would you dead. choose? That? Which one would you I choose? I said the cartel, bro. Like, oh, they're gonna throw want, a grenade at me or something. Because you just want fast death, basically. Yeah, bro. Not, oh. bro. They're gonna use like some like fire breathing style on me and like chop my head off. I don't know. <laughs> like the yakuza is crazy, bro. Uh, but the yakuza are are what is it called? They're they're very um like organized when it comes to yeah. a lot of things. Yeah, you know? that's like, true. They will never. You'll never be found. Well, yeah. did you guys hear? Okay, speaking of like people getting hunt down, there's a guy actually. Uh, he looks for like the most dangerous spots like, in the oh, world. Oh, I heard this one. And he got captured by the Taliban. Yeah, yeah, I see bro, that. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah, that guy is like is what? crazy, bro. Yeah, I saw that on Instagram, and one of the comments says, "Um, the vlog is gonna be crazy." <laughs> 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 you know, I mean, yeah, that's so yeah, funny. but like, I don't know, bro. Like, what makes you like, you know, like want to do all these? Th- it's like, uh, what is called like black tours, right? No, no, it's uh, dark tours. Oh, dark tours, yeah. yeah. So like that, it's like dark tours. <laughs> <laughs> black tours. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's like it's like dark tours, right? Yo, dark tours is crazy. Dark tours is crazy, but he doesn't put it. Uh, he doesn't put like himself in a situation where mm-hmm. he's like, oh shit, I'm gonna die. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He, this guy literally looked for the most dangerous spot and just got captured by the Taliban. Bro, what do you do next? Imagine if he was American. I bet you he's smoking a lot of shisha, though. <laughs> Yo, you know what? I wish, I wish, I wish he survived so he could make the list for us. What you mean know? List? What? The top 10 list of most dangerous places he's been. <laughs> you know? Because, bro, if you don't, you know. God bless him, bro. I wish he survived. Oh yeah, man. yo, for ch- like you know, like I heard there's like there's ransom thing talks and stuff going on right there's now. There's a lot, bro. There's a yeah, lot. Yeah, but that's crazy. What what makes you want to go party with the Taliban's, bro? Well, he's not partying. He's just looking for the most dangerous spot, and he found it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that's his purpose. Yeah. yeah. Right. I so guess. I guess he lived his purpose. Well, there's, there's a lot a, of like bro, dangerous islands, eh? Yeah, 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 bro. Speaking of dangerous islands, so there's a uh, this island in I think it's. In South, uh, like India, it's called uh, the North Sentinel Island. Oh, isolated island. Yeah, right? so like it's the most isolated island, and you're yeah. not like you're not allowed to go. Governments are not letting anyone go there because yeah. they're like a dangerous species. Because yeah. oh, like you, the snake, the snake island, right? No, 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 no that's in Brazil. People. Oh, so they're people. bro. They're basically they've been living the same way like ten thousand years ago. Yeah, they, they're an untouched uh, tribe. Mm-hmm. So what happened was there's like this uh, Christian missionary. Oh, I yeah. know what you're talking yeah. about. There's yeah. this Christian missionary mm-hmm. that tried yeah. to spread God. Oh, damn, we're wow. about to go back. Bro, Yo, we're about God. to go back, and, you know, dude. He brought like coconuts as bro, offering. Yeah, he brought. <laughs> bro. Yo, Chucho, we're about to go back to like the episode before. We're about oh, to go controversial yeah, stuff. We're, we're bro, about to go bunch, back on the deep hole, man. But yeah, so what he did was he tried to spread God to these tribemen who yeah. don't speak any languages yeah. aside from their own. Bro, you know what they did to this guy? They ate him. No, they didn't eat him. <laughs> bro, they took arrows and shot shot at the people. And, bro, he died. 
That's crazy. Yeah, well, yeah. like, what do you, what do you expect? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Imagine like not knowing anything, bro. He, they don't know that like cameras, like they don't know cameras. Yeah. They don't know podcasts. They don't know yeah. anything. They only know hunters and gatherers yeah. and killing. I think um, there's also one this story like two um like a couple like a girl and a and a boy like um they basically from a boat they went to like a modern island. Mm. But the thing is. They don't have like the vaccines and everything. They died like after a few days because just off a regular flu. Yeah. You so know? like contacting Whoa. these like like yeah. tribe people. Oh, yeah, it's, it's very like, bad because it's very same bad. with like yeah. the Amazon. So like what happened with the Amazon? So with the when people try to colonize the Amazon, they think that like the Europeans that try to colonize the Amazon uh killed off the whole population because of the diseases that they brought yeah because yeah. they they were they weren't accust- accustomed to all the things that we eat and even clothes so uh like in brazil there's this uh there's this tourism that's happening and they see like you know what i'm talking about right Aji? like where they drive through this uh the forest and like all the the native people would be there and they would use them as like they would use them as like uh like basically like like animals at a zoo yeah you know and like if you give them clothes like they could like wipe off this whole people, yeah. Because like we have germs in our body that they can't, they can't, yeah. uh, they yeah. can't fight off. So like going back to that, so like I remember, like I love history stuff, right? So like I watch a bunch of history stuff. So I was watching this one episode, like the same guy Graham Hancock. So he was talking about how like the Europeans came into like uh like the Amazon and the rainforest. So a hundred years back, there's this I forgot his name. But he was an explorer, so he was going through the he was going through the channel of like the jungle, and he was saying how he saw civilizations booming, mm-hmm. so many people around, all that stuff, like uh, a bunch of like the pyramids and stuff. The, yeah, yeah, a bunch of pyramids and stuff like that. And bro, they tried going back to that place 50, 60 years after, and it was all wiped out. And they were saying that the reason for that is because of the U- Europeans coming to that land. And spreading like the flu or spreading whatever disease yeah. Yeah. that they were accustomed bad. to it was crazy, yeah. man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Close this up, man. But yeah, well, thank you guys for listening to our 12th episode of Cutting Deals with Queso Faded. Queso Faded. Yes, sir. Lance Back and Leo. Yes, sir. Later, ah. guys.